It's time for the Basser Hour. The Basser Hour is a look at issues that affect today's veteran. The Basser Hour is brought to you by www.hadit.com. If you need help with the VA, log on to hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Jay Basser. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Basser Hour on this 19th day of August. 2016 man this year is just going by like like a rocket today i got my co-host with me mr gerald cook how you doing gerald well doing pretty good day john uh, uh here in missouri it's uh trying to cloud up and then it clear up and then it cloud up uh i sure hope we don't get to all that rain they got there and Louisiana, but we do do need some rain, but not all at once. Them poor folks down there, I really feel sorry for them. Well, they get a lot of rain down there, man. It's, it's sad. I mean, it's a, uh, you know, it's, that place floods a lot. You know, I mean, Katrina comes through there and about destroyed the place, and now they're, it's just a storm, you know, with no hurricane or nothing, just said it started raining, but, you know, I hope all veterans down there is okay, and uh, you know. But I believe I, if I live in a place that was below sea level, I believe I'd try to relocate. Well, I you would know. too, or I'd start hauling in some dump trucks full of dirt, so I I could get above sea level. You'd have to make you a mountain down there to be safe, I believe. But. uh might be time to look to move on if you can. Well, I mean, it's just uh, you know, well, I've been there because there's a lot of water and it's just uh, it's dangerous. I mean, you get all kinds yeah. of diseases and I forget how was it forty thousand homes that were affected. Oh, a lot of my lands. That's a lot of houses. And can you imagine all the mold and mildew and how much? Oh, how much work it's going to take and money. Uh, the money's going to be outrageous. 40,000 homes, that's a lot of money. Well, the government had an issue here a few years ago about to change the flood insurance. Now, insurance companies quit selling it and you had to buy it from the national flood insurance. So we'll see what happens. This ain't going to be pretty. Uh, that's true. It's not going to be pretty. I don't know how many of those they was talking about the insurance on that today, and uh, there was, of course, a good many of them wasn't insured. And yeah, a lot of wasn't insured. So, but I tell you, it's a bad thing. But you know, I hope everybody's okay, and I hope they, everybody recovers quickly because it uh, winter time's on its way. Of course, it don't get too cold down there, but. Still, you know, and hurricane season actually just started, and they're predicting it to be a, it'd be a vicious hurricane season this year. So, oh. everybody keep an eye out. And that ground already flooded with water. Ew. I don't think I'd want to build back. Go somewhere else. Anyway, John, yeah. uh, what's been going on with the VA? Here's they're always doing well, one thing or another. Uh, well, the only thing I've really heard out of the VA, Gerald, in the last few days is they had this uh, one guy worked for the VBA, and uh, I guess he adjudicated claims. He was a GS-15, 
He yeah. went on sick leave or something for, for a couple of years. And while he's on sick leave, I guess he opened up business. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding me. I think he was selling Harley Davidson clothes or something. I think they. Oh, I don't think they're going to prosecute him or not. Well, how many veterans do we know that uh, has this uh, unemployability? Uh, they might yeah. have seventy percent service connected, and then thirty percent unemployability, and then they. Uh, try to make a few extra bucks here or there and get caught. And uh, what kind of a nightmare does, does that turn in for them? Surely the same thing will happen to this VA employee. He's going to have to pay his money back. No, they'll slap him on the wrist and let him retire. You ever seen him get in trouble or anything? Well, I'm promoted for a lot of their no good shenanigans, but uh, I can't imagine he's bound to know you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. You know, we're going to change things up today. Instead of doing the usual show, we probably I want to open some lines up for folks to call in and then open mic night. You guys, any questions you got out there, you know, or if the phone number is... Uh, Three four seven two three seven four eight one nine. Hit option one, and it'll put you right in the queue, and we'll pick you up. If you got any questions, anything VA related, just feel free to ask us. And uh, you know, so of course we, you know, we put this in this way. But uh, back to our discussion, we were talking about that guy. I don't think I'm gonna prosecute him or not, Gerald, but they should. Well. uh didn't you say he was off work a couple of years or is it year? Uh, yeah, he was off work a long time. A year more I mean, maybe and, over two and years. And drawing money. Drew uh, sick leave. I I can't imagine. What make him think he could Yeah. Yeah. If he's too sick to work he ought to, you know, be too sick to open a business up. Well, I would think so. It's just like an IU veteran. He's too drawn IU and goes to work. They're prosecuting. Well, they do like, too. <laughs> yeah. They catch don't know, him. You know. Because them employers, they turn in a ten ninety nine on you, and that's going to show up. Yeah, they'll match it. They'll find it. Oh yeah, they'll say another veteran. Uh, and to make a big do out of it too. What's that song Queen come out with back in the seventies or eighties? Another one bites the dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a shame because usually uh, uh, it it hurts them worse than what money they was going to make, you know, on yeah. the cup. And then they end up having to pay that back, and they make them pay it back to the time they start paying them, I think. I don't know how they work that. It could add up to a lot of misery. I know that. Well, at the same time we're dealing with the VA, you're going to have a certain amount of misery. Yeah, absolutely. 
these veterans that got to claim situated, and I always stress that uh, if you go to the VA hospital and you got a claiming process and they're jerking you around, you've already got a chip on your shoulder anyways, and uh, you're not the best in moods, but then you go to the VA and you don't realize that there's two entities that belong to the VA. One is the health area and one is the you know, documentation area, which is the VBA, and people start, uh, you know, just being real negative and mean toward the people at the hospital. And the VBA causes that. They're the ones that put the atmosphere in there. And the veteran, he didn't understand the difference between the two entities, you know. And it's, uh, I say it all the time, you know, a veteran's got his claim on, and he's just real blunt and mean, you know, because they screwed him over this or that, you know. And he just, and it, 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 it hits him pretty hard. And it's hard to explain to them, you know, hey, this is not the way to do it. I said, you know, this is not, this, this ain't the people doing your claim. You know, it's part of, it's, it's part of another entity doing your claim. You know, and, uh, you're, sometimes they understand. You're, you're best not to even bring up your claim when you go in there to uh, see yeah. your primary care team. Uh, uh, if they ask you, then you can bring it up. Uh, some will. Most time they don't. Uh, they don't say anything. And uh, I found you're better off if you don't bring up anything. Although, mm-hmm. uh, that being said, I had some DBQs I, I needed filled out. And uh, I'd had DBQs filled out uh, uh, before with my local doctors mm-hmm. uh, because I use outside the BA2 uh, doctors and they just check a couple boxes, sign the name and give them back to you and yeah. you know that's no good and I got to study and about DBQs, and what I found out is they're actually designed for your primary care team to fill out. Now, to me, that don't seem quite right, but they do. I did send a bunch in. It took them about two months to fill them out and send them back to me. But they were completely filled out, or ninety percent filled out. Yeah, and, some uh, something some don't fly, you know. Uh, yeah, and DBQ don't uh, require a opinion. It's just to rate your disability, and uh, it's so therefore, severe. yeah, and. Uh, uh, chances are coming from the BA. I looked these over. wasn't quite happy, but at least they're filled out. They're what the BA wanted, and I sent them in to the BA. So uh, we'll see what they do with them. Now they'll come back the way I've read the DBQs. If they give me anything on them, it'll probably be low ball. But at least mm-hmm. it give me something to argue with and and put some action 
to my claim. You don't want your claim just sitting there drawing dust. You want to keep it moving. Uh, although you don't want it moving in a negative direction, you want it always positive for you. But if they mm-hmm. come back with a low ball, then you have something to holler about. You can always disagree with that and maybe get that changed. Uh but remember, your DBQs, uh, there are some doctors that will fill them out and do them right, but your primary care team is the ones that they're actually set up for them to do. Well, there's good and bad with that. Let me give you some of the bad factors involved with that. Uh, the VBA, the Veteran Benefit Administration, are the ones that concocted this duck build questionnaire, the DBQ. There's not a place for an opinion on there because they don't want a place for an opinion. They want all opinions to be negative. Um, what they do there is then they give it to the doctors to fill out at the hospitals. Well, the doctors are getting mad because they've got to fill them out because here's another piece of paper or something more, more, more work I've got to do. Yeah. And uh, they get upset with that, and then it causes man moss between the two issues. I'm pretty sure they don't get along. That's the way it's made. But anyhow, you know, that's the negative about it. But then you also realize, too, you know, what, uh, if you're dealing with a VA doctor, you're looking at, uh, if you've got a primary care doctor, if you're like me, you've had uh, you've had three in two years. These guys flip-flop like pancakes on the grill. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh talking to a friend of mine down in Texas and every doctor he had gone. So they're always slipping back and forth. I lost my primary care last week and then I didn't know about it until I got in there. Oh, by the way, you got a new doctor. Oh my. So this new doctor doesn't. Yeah. So this guy doesn't know you from Adam. And you want to fill DBQs out, okay? He's got to go through the records of research. Still, he's got to know you to examine you. You know, that's the problem the VBA has because they don't take stuff into that into consideration when they put in, when they reach out and pull out these new things to the Federal Register or whatever they do, and these changes, everything's in their favor. Believe me, it's not going to be in the veterans' favor at all. So these need to be challenged and needs to be reversed because the old way with the, uh, you know, the CMP format, the worksheets, that was a lot easier to get an opinion from. So, you know, but everything's done for a reason. And the reason is they want to clear this claims backlog. We're sort of doing a really good job of clearing the claims backlog. The only problem is once once the backlog was cleared, the appeals backlog went up by the exact same number that the, that the backlog was cleared. <laughs> that, uh, that, that really gets to me, John. really does. And that's like, that's like yeah. having a piece of holes of water going through it and having a hole in one end, you plug that hole and next thing you know, the other just starts leaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to take it out of this pile and put it in this pile sitting on the same desk. Well, you know. Okay, yeah, I've got a whole slug of, a, of, of claims taken care of. Well, well how's your appeal? Oh, I, I don't know why, but everybody's appealed, pers- you know. I, I don't understand it. So now i got this big stack of appeals i got to work on. 
And that thing, you know, they're stuck back at the BVA. All these appeal processes go. Well, they, next then thing they know, got to, yeah. they threw, threw the remand in there, John. Now. Oh, yeah, well, that, that, that's not even part of it. Yeah, let's, let's get to that, too. That's, Here's your thing. Look, I got, I got <laughs> now they got three piles on their desk. One yeah, you got you, you, you get a denial issue by the VA, and you're like, I can beat this. Let's go to a DRO review. Yeah. DRO review is a decision review officer, basically a de novo review. It's where everything's looked at, you know, perpendicular. You know, in a very, in a, in a, I guess, supposed to be a very professional way they look at it. And then they got some dudes that are looking at it. And you have a review, you go in with your representative, informal, of course. You know, you sit down and you all talk about it, and you all talk about the weather or whatever. And he looks at you and smiles and tells you what he, what he thinks he can do. And, you know, you lay your case and you tell your part of, you know, your side of the issue. And he looks at it and he takes all the information in. It's all recorded and transcripted. Then they look at you, you know, and oh, we'll try to do something for you, you know. We'll see. We'll hear something here in a couple of months. So you're waiting a couple of months later, except for your case, Terrell. I'll get to that in a minute. You get a denial letter, so here you are. You've only wasted two years getting a DRO review. Now you got to go to the BVA. That's two more years. Yeah. You're going to take it to the BVA. So you get to the BVA, and the judge gets a hold of it, and they look at it, and you go sit down in front of your rep, and you all talking to the judge, and you tell the judge your story, your rep tells part of your story, whatever, you know, he tells you this situation, this, that. And the judge says, well, I see this, I see that. Oh, man. He says, I'm sorry, Mr. Cook. I have yeah. to remand this back to the regional office because this is this thing is, this thing looks like a, looks like something's been put through the shredder. It's, this thing's discombobulated <laughs> so bad, it's unbelievable. So we need to, to get them to, to make an opinion or to come easy and make an opinion. But, you know, so that's fine. So you sit there and you go to the remand and you wait and you get sit back to the regional office and they look at it. And in your case, it was to get some good medical examinations from some certified doctors to, con- to control your conditions, which is, you know, that, that, that that's what you needed. And next thing, and here you go, you go four times to to nurse practitioners to get the same to get the same opinion. Yeah, you're supposed to go in front of a you know, specialist. And you so, know, I had to uh, send them. Uh, some medical records that they didn't have. And they said, we don't have these. Could you pack them to us? And so I packed it to them. Uh, so everything's not on the computer like you would think it would be. Anyway, they didn't have access to it. Let me interject something real quick, Gerald. Folks, the duty to assist, we had a show on last week. Let me give you a quick piece of advice. If you've got a claim going for IU and you're drawing Social Security with the same issue and the VA is giving you a hard time and they don't have Social Security's records, it is their duty to assist, their responsibility to obtain the records that are in possession by the U.S. government. And it doesn't say in possession by the VA. It says by the government. And Social Security is a branch of the government. Is that not right, Joe? That's exactly right. They're supposed to help get your Social Security records. I know a lot of folks like it had issues, and then once they get it worked out, it gets worked out. But it's, I've seen I've seen it take five and six years just for something that simple to be worked out. Okay, just to get back where he's at now, Joe. I, mean, I didn't mean to jump off off, off, off kilter there a little bit, but I wanted to inject that. 
Well, so you got that's your, all right. Uh, you you got know, I got my Go uh, uh, Social Security based on what the VA uh, Medical Center sent to Social Security. And I got 100% disability from Social Security. I mean, I was approved within three weeks, but still had to wait six months. Is that that crazy? Yeah, you had to wait that five-month waiting period for you. Or or whatever it was. Yeah. uh, But luckily, I was able to wait. Uh, Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people, you know, that that can't hardly do that. I don't think that's That's fair. Uh, to That's true. someone, someone's disabled. Yeah. But if anytime uh, your your situation is automatic, Gerald, it should be. Yeah. Anytime any oxygen use is an automatic. I don't think they yes. can deny that. You know, they, of course, they. I've seen I've seen them deny people with terminal cancer before. So. Yeah, you know, I mean uh, it's ugly. It, it depends on who you. You're dealing with you're dealing with a good both of them are very good systems. good good people. Then they'll both they'll very try to work systems. with you and do the right thing. Yeah, both of them are very corrupt systems. Though there, I mean, it's it's a shame to have systems like that in, in this country. You know, everybody tries to get along and, and and be human about it, and they take the human factor out of it in a hurry. I've seen some of these judges, man, just totally debilitate people. People are disabled and totally debilitate and, and just, you know, knock them down and make them feel like they're, you know, like they're worth nothing. That's so, true. So, yeah. Uh, make you feel like uh, you're a beggar out on the street trying to get something right. for nothing. Or uh, some of them just trying to live. I mean... Well, yeah, they figure you're a dirtbag trying to get some. And uh, you know. unfortunately, we have a lot of veterans out there on the street. And uh, too many, way too many. Uh, yeah. And and uh, you know, now we got a uh, quite a number of female veterans out on the street, and and. There's no reason for that. This is America None whatsoever. crying out loud. None you whatsoever. mean we can't take care of our own? Uh, they need help. Uh, a lot of them just need a hand up, uh, yep. uh, helping hand. They're not looking for charity, just, mm-hmm. you know, if you got to see something. Some old man or old person with a flat tire, you stop and help them. Yes, yeah, that's true. You try to help as much as you can, but you have to realize, too, that some are there because they want to be there. You know, uh, some are hiding from something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, some uh, are hiding from some skeletons but, in their uh, closet, or I guess in that case it would be skeletons in their shopping cart. <laughs> I but, don't uh, know. Some people, you know, they've got issues, you know, so it's just... Uh, but we do have a lot of them out there that a decent job and uh, mm-hmm. something, somehow they can, uh, some means of 
self-preservation, you know. They can at least go to work and have a job, a roof over their head, some clothes on their back. That's true. There will be some system set up somewhere to help, but, I mean, it's a... I guess it's kind of like, you know, if if they're out of sight, out of mind, you know. And well, just, that's just a, it's not good. It's not good for the country at all. And, uh, you know, when you're in the military, they teach you to look out for one another. And, yep. and uh, it's teamwork. Teamwork's everything. And, well, when you get out, you're a veteran. That don't change. That shouldn't change. And you should be helping one another. Uh, Now there's some that maybe don't appreciate it, and you don't waste your time with them. you take the ones that need the help and willing to accept it and appreciate it and, and try to help themselves. Uh, you can't help someone who won't help themselves or try. If they'll try, then by golly, uh, try to work with them and help them. Well, it's a dangerous place your old military is. We've got all kinds of stuff that happen. And poor people, they've, you know, your your psyche and everything else is put to the test because you see things that, you know, people ain't supposed to see. Well, uh, true. Uh, That is so true. And, uh, you know, something that really surprised me, and uh, since, you know, we have so many HADIP members, Getting up around 15,000 now, ain't we, John? Most, yeah. Almost. Yeah. 14,976, I think is what it was. Yeah, that's a lot of members. And uh, something that has really drawn my attention was the amount of exposure issues. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. Uh, the amount it is uh, now, uh, folks. If you've been in the military, I'm telling you, <laughs> you've been exposed. Uh, yes, you have. Uh, you got uh, what J four or JP fives, JP fives. Uh, you got diesel fuels, gasolines, solvents, uh, paints. Back when I was in, we was always painting something, and, and that's when they old had red old lead. lead, old lead. Old red lead. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> always remember that movie. Remember that movie, Operation Petticoat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had to paint that submarine, and all they had was that red lead and some yeah. other colors to mix together. And made that thing pink. <laughs> pink. <laughs> but you always mm. paint now. Well, on your ships and your barracks, uh, everywhere, you know. Yeah. Everything gets painted, 
and then paint it again. If you didn't have nothing to do, you better grab a paintbrush and look like you're doing something. But, uh, First, they give you a needle gun. You seen a needle gun? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They put the needle gun in your hand, hook the air compressioner, it's okay. Let's chip this paint off here. Oh. I think they got, they got smart now and got some little sandblasters. Yeah, chipping that old. I remember come on big flakes, some of it powder. Yeah. We sucked that down there in our lungs a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Stretches on the flight deck, he got stuff in his lungs from the jet. Oh, yes, stuff. he did. That silica off of the yeah. deck. Off the non skid part uh, of the deck. Yeah, breathing down in lungs. Mm hmm. Military question, does anybody know why the sailors on board an aircraft carrier lined up hand in hand and walked the deck? They do it twice a day. You know why they do well, that, Joe? Well, ain't they looking for debris? Fob, yep. Foreign bodies. Because one little nut yeah. causes the engine to fail. Yeah, you're right. Yep. It, it can't. Yeah. It'll uh, be a missile. It can. So that's why they do it twice a day. They walk around. Look oh, at you it. ain't kidding. It'll be a missile. <laughs> Traveling so, there. You don't want to be hit with one. Mm-hmm. Well, finish what I'm saying want to go. You know, once you get back to the BVA after your ordeal with the DRO, he looks at your claims and he apologizes to you and he has to remit it back to him because they made mistakes or whatever. And then he tries to ask them to make their opinion more consistent with his. And they're not going to do it, so they go ahead and deny it again. And the time it gets back to the judge, you know, you keep waiting and waiting. Eventually it'll get straightened out, but uh, this is pathetic. Uh, yeah. Uh, it is. And uh, I I don't know. It seems like they always are are uh, caller. You in there with us? Two two eight one area code. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can now. Uh, Go ahead. Who we got here? Hey, thanks guys. Uh, This is Tom from Texas. Um, oh, you know, first-time caller. I appreciate you taking my call. Well, that's a good deal. You're our 26th caller. <laughs> oh, excellent. Lucky, lucky 26, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how you doing today? I'm doing good, guys. I'm doing good. You know, um, you have a been out for co- comment for John here. Yeah, I do. I do. So, um, um, you know, I've been out for about 20 years, and uh, I'm just starting down the path. Um, but, you know, I have quite a few issues that I'm, I'm working through. And my question is, what advice can you give to um, someone new to the process who's kind of going through uh, information overload and uh, analysis paralysis? Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on four or five issues. Should I focus on one, split my time across them? You know, what have you guys seen from uh, feedback from other folks on you know, how, how, to, how to best approach it? 
Okay, give me some example. For example, what, at what point are you? Have you already got the claim filed? Uh, so, I, I I did. So I, I filed one claim, um, mm -hmm. and that was for you know, uh, you know, just to test the system and the process. You know, I, I threw it out there right. for my shins and my knees. And right. Yeah, I didn't have my documentation in order, and they rated it service connected, but at zero percent because I didn't have enough documentation. So now I'm regrouping. I'm documenting everything. I'm getting all my you know records together. Um, but okay, you know, so there's, yeah, there's quite a few things I'd like to to present, but you know, researching and it's I feel like I'm going well, to an undergraduate degree in research. Well, stuff. don't overload yourself. First of all, I mean, this can be very time consuming and mind boggling because all the information that you have to have, you know, regarding your issues. Uh, of course, you have to have it, but you know, yeah. if you look at it in the whole picture and you look at everything at one time, it overwhelms you. Um, my advice to you, since you're just starting this way, and you got you got a zero percent on your shins and stuff, I take it uh, you're uh, infantry type or jumper. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You got it. Um, <laughs> that was a pathfinder. Airborne. Um, <laughs> yeah. What you need is a current level of disability on your knees and your on your shins, and. Yep. There is a Title 38 CFR Part 4, the schedule for rating disabilities. Have you ever seen that rating schedule? Um, so here, I'm, I'm taking notes frantically here. So Title okay, 38. Title 38 CFR. Yeah. Title okay. 38 Part 4. Okay. The schedule for rating disabilities. Look at the musculoskeletal system in there. It's like... Uh, I think it's probably 4.71 or something in that area. You look at the tower ratings, scroll down to your issues, and you look at mm -hmm. your issues with your legs and, and, and your, your feet and your knees, and you look yeah. at each level. It's got levels from 100% or whatever the max rating is to the lowest rating. And you see what level you know you need to be in order to get a compensable rating, and you compare that level to what the doctors are telling you. And yeah. that's how you go about everything. You know, using that regulation, basically what your rating is going to be or should be. Anything less than what what the doctors say is not accurate. So you make sure that everything should be in line with what your current condition states. And do that for all your issues because every medical condition is on there in that part four. Okay. So that, okay. that's... That, that's yeah, that, that's very helpful for kind of defining what it is that I'm, I'm I guess I'm trying to outline. I guess, Another, yeah, how much information do I have to gather? Uh, the more the better? Let me explain something to you. <laughs> okay. No, not necessarily no, no. Actually, less is more in a situation because now in your, the VA has already conceived the service connection for that, okay? Yes. So all you have to do is show them a level of severity in order to get an increase to whatever. Or they could have made a mistake on the initial rating and, and instead instead of zero they should have gave you a percentage. You can how long has it been since you had a, had a decision? Um three, four weeks ago. Okay, you got plenty of time. Just look at it and see and see uh you know the exact just get your exact issue your exact as you are right now as to your level of disability in your knees and stuff. Okay. okay, you look at the part four, and you can go to the VA, you get your x-rays or whatever, and your motion and things like that, because I guess they, 
give you range of motion, bending tests, and things like that? Yes. As far as your leg? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Look at that, see how that stacks up, and just be thankful it's a zero anyways because it serves connected. Okay, later on in life, arthritis is going to visit you, okay? He's going to come yep. by in a bad way and say, hey, buddy, I'm here to stay. And it's <laughs> going to get worse and worse. Um, my best advice that I can give you, do you have a representative helping you? None at this time, no. Okay. You're in Texas? Yes. Okay. Do you know, you ever heard of the Texas Veterans Commission with the VSOs? I, I have heard of guys? Yeah. You need to take your information down and talk to them and about your other claims and talk to them and see if they'll help you get your rest of your stuff filed. They've got some pretty smart guys out there. It depends on where you're at, though. Uh, what part of Texas are you in? The, are you in the southeast Texas system? Or oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Houston. Oh, okay. I, I guess I misunderstood your question when you said representation. Yeah. I thought you meant from like a no, no, no. Or yeah, that's what I'm, I, I, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to figure where you're at so yeah. we can put you in the right oh, direction, yes. right, folks. Yeah. No, okay, thank good. you. Um, yeah, I, I have met with uh, with them, and um, you know, I've, I've been talking to one of the girls there, and she has been pretty fantastic about sharing information and helping me navigate. Right. But you, you know, it's always good to have different data points. Right, and, uh, you know, like, I recommend something like that when you get your claims filed because basically mm-hmm. they can, they've can they got people who work in the regional office, too, and they can kind of run interference. If you get a good one, they'll do that, okay? But keep in mind these uh, people are very busy because it's a free service. They don't charge nothing. And most yeah. people go to them, and, you know, they help out a lot. You know, they don't have the incentive like a claims agent would do, like a John Dorley, but your situation, you know, you're not in the appeal process. But if you take your claims and you get them filed and you get a denial, I would send your information quickly to John Dorley and let him take it over. Because, uh, you know, it depends. Now, if you've got more or a lot of issues, a bunch of issues, don't wait. Don't file them piecemeal. Just bust them at one time. Okay. 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 Yeah, re- reading reading through the form. Yeah, reading through the forms, I, I went online and, and I filed the, uh, the intent to file. I created that, but... I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't list all the issues that I'm going to file for. I just list, said, "Hey, list I, them I all. have an intake. Oh, okay. Go back online. So go back in now. There. You can do the five. You can go online and do the five twenty six EZ, but then you're going to have all your documentation and all your paperwork ready to go when you file it. You know, you're probably better off just to go ahead and file it and gather your stuff. Get it filed first. Okay. That's the big and issue. Then, is then, get it filed because. How long? How okay. long have you got out? Are you? How long have you been? How how far are you between separation? Are you within a year yet, or is it? <clears throat> oh no, it's much longer. Yeah, my. Um, oh, twenty years. Ninety six. Right? Yeah, yeah, about ninety six. Is uh, my okay. my well, last year. Okay. Uh, have you got your service records? Eighty seven. Stuff you got that. Have you got yeah, your yep, medical yeah. records? Yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. Then you got. Yeah. That's really what you need. You get your medical records and the current condition for each each condition you got. As long as you show okay. you got the current condition, you had the condition, you pretty much, you know, you, you've got you've got the majority of the battle won. You just, but you know, now you got to play the game because they're gonna they're gonna play the time game with you because if they play with everybody. Yeah. And uh, Houston seems to be doing a little better now than they were. A lot better than Waco. Waco we call Wacko. It's a myth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far, I mean, you hear a lot of horror stories, but you know, as I'm, you know, relatively new to the process, my 
my experience has been pretty good. Um, yeah, you win. You know, I mean, if they do it right, it's 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 dandy. Yeah, you know, if you do, they do it right, it's 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 a dandy process. You know, of course now we got uh, fourteen thousand members that had it. You know, probably half of those can tell you a, war, a horror story or two. <laughs> oh, I bet. But, uh, I, I bet. <clears throat> you know, being the rookie but that I am, I have right yet to experience that. Okay. What made you wait twenty years? Uh, denial. You know, when you're yeah. when you're in your twenties, you, you, you know you you shrug it off and you, you think you're tougher than you are. In your thirties, uh, it lingers, and then when you hit your forties, yeah. it, it, it extends beyond just lingering. Yeah, and and it gets yeah. concerning, and then you start yes. to think, oh my goodness, what is it going to be like when I'm fifty and sixty and seventy? It ain't much funner, son. I guarantee you, I tell you right now. Yeah, uh, it, it's right. not getting better. No, and yeah. uh, especially you got knee issues and leg issues and things like that, you know, and other issues too. Yeah. You know, if you got something serious like uh, blood pressure issues and things like that, you know, you you know that turns into some pretty serious stuff to get in fifties. So yeah, you need to make sure everything everything's already claimed. Make sure you get a service connected. Once you get your foot in the door, you can always you know home place you can goes up. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's a wonderful site. I mean, I, I don't think I'd be where I am if, if I didn't come across a site. And I mean, the amazing information you guys have put together and the service you guys provide is, is just incredible. I mean, it's it's well, greatly appreciated. We don't leave anyone, we don't leave nobody behind, you know. I mean, it's just a, we yeah. do these shows, you know, we do at least, we try to do two shows a week. We do a Haddock show and we do the bachelor show, you know, we do have guests on and stuff. But I figure we try to do some call-in shows and, and you know, just, for people like you, you know, we can don't you know, talk straight up and uh, get yeah. the information you need. Because look at and part four we, up, and you'll go. We do keep these in the archives, so you can go to the uh, archives, our podcast archives, and you'll be able to pull up any show that we've done. And uh, that way, you don't have to worry if you miss something, you can go back and get it. And another yeah, thing, I would, uh, I think it'd probably be a good idea uh, on these DBQs because yeah. you're going to come to a point in time to where it boils down to your doctor versus the VA's doctor. And, uh, uh, DBQs is just one of the instruments they started using now. Have you, yeah, have you have you have you had any DBQs filled out? Yes, I have. DB- oh, I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, John. Go, go ahead. For me, no, no, I I haven't. I'm not familiar with that okay. acronym. DBQ. No. Disabled Benefits Questionnaire. Uh, write that down. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Then, and you uh, and you can get them all print. offline. Yeah, print them off on the computer for each condition you have, and take them to your oh. doctor and have them fill them out. If you use the VA, take them to the VA. If you use private doctors, have them fill it out that way. But the VA is probably better. Yeah, okay. I found that. Uh, have them fill it out. Yeah, have it. And yeah. submit them along with your claims when you get them filed. But go ahead and file your claim. You can submit evidence anytime. Okay. Oh, okay. No, that that's that's key. Yeah. Um that that was, you know, one of my thoughts or questions was the best way to format this and it sounds like there's a pretty good template to work from. 
Right, but you get that filled out and you get your claim filed, you file for the condition. If you know what the condition is, it is. You file it. Yes. <clears throat> okay, your supporting documentation will be attached later because you get the DBQs filled out. You get them back from the VA, you send them in to the region yeah. to wherever you send it to. Your primary care team will fill them out. And anything okay. you do, like if you got in your service record, your medical record, that you went to sick call for the same issue or whatever, you make copies of the information or service record and send them the copies. Do not send anything original you have in the service record to the VA. Oh, yeah, true. No, that, yeah. If you send something to the VA, take it to the <clears throat> right. If you take it to the VA or if you send it, you live in Houston, you, I can bet you got to send them to what, Wisconsin or, or Noonan, Georgia? Uh, off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Got but they got intake yeah. centers. But if you send something to them, make sure it's sent certified. Return receipt, the little green cards you get in the post office. You make sure yep. you pay to send it that way. Because a lot of times, well, we didn't receive that, man. I'm sorry you got a denial. You pull that little green paper out. Oh, look here, Billy Bob Johnson signed for that on 14th March. That's how you get them. You cover <laughs> every base, you cross every T and dot every I. But you got to be yeah, absolutely. vigilant in your quest to receive your benefits. This is like a prize fight, okay? They give you a leather. <laughs> it feels tool. like it, yeah. They give you a leatherman tool, that little four inch saw blade, and want you to saw down a twelve foot oak tree. That's true. Yeah. And but you I, do it I, I can see big. why why so many people get frustrated and, and kind of throw their hands up because it is it it takes a quite yeah. a bit of um, research and time. And uh, there's a lot of attorneys making that. a lot of money. There's a lot of attorneys making a whole lot of money right now because of the way the VA does stuff. Yeah. They are. They make a lot of money because of that, because the VA, sometimes they do it right, and they hopefully get yours right. You know, but if you present it the right way, send the information the right way, and you've got medical record backing it up, and you've got proof that it happened in service, you've already got mm-hmm. a foot ahead of everybody else. You've got your service record. You've got your medical record. Ninety-nine point five percent of the people out there who file a claim don't have that, and they've got to fight to get it. Oh boy! Okay. So that's why you—that's why you got service connected on your knees and stuff so fast. But now you need to get a level of disability that's, that that you know commensurates an actual actual condition. I would send a PDQ in for that too to your doctors, okay. and every other condition you have, have them fill them out. And once you look at that, that should give you the serious, you know, that should give you a severity too. And you compare that to that part four that I just told you about earlier, and you can see where you're going to be, you know, and where you need to be. Okay. And, well, yeah, okay. I have one last well, question for you to get your thoughts on. Um, and you may or may not know this, but, um, you know, I, I moved down to Texas from uh, Massachusetts about eight years ago, and I neglected to bring all of my civilian medical records with me. And okay. when I started this process at the beginning of the year, I started making calls and they're like, well, you haven't been a patient in over, you know, eight years. We've shredded your information. Everything yeah, I have done for 20 years is destroyed. So I'm That's starting from zero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That happens. I mean, it's uh, after five years, they can shred them or whatever, which should be allowed yeah. if they do. Now, the, the VA can't do that, but private guys can um, yeah. Okay. Mine retired well, that's, on me, that's and I got lucky. I got lucky and found him after he died, and then uh, 
Well, his, the guy that took him sick is also overdied. This guy was a doctor, and he went to law school to become an attorney. And uh, I got his record. I found him, and I took him to him. He asked my right, and he remembered it. So I had him write me a statement on the spot. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> kind of lucky, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. If you can find them, find them. But, you know, you can always, uh, you know, really, I mean, again, you're, you're a dentist on vet, right? Yes, correct. Okay, you're a combat vet, right? Correct. Yeah. Infantry, okay, so basically, the law states that if, the law states if you're in combat and you prove something happened in combat, then they have to take your word for it. Okay. Okay. Don't let me tell you any different. Of course, they forget about that yeah. once in a while too, and try to shout that away a little bit, but. Sometimes we have to remind them with a thumping, you know, to straighten them out. And uh, yeah, still. yeah, of all the things that occur, you know, not everything is documented when you're out there running and gunning. Um, so that's, no, if you go sick call, good to hear. Sick call, yeah. Um, you get well, sick guys, call if you hurt your back, or you know, yeah. if you hurt your arms, legs, blood pressure gets up, and like that, or you get stuff in your eyes, anything. Was you, you know, treated uh, while you was in the service for any of these conditions? Um, my legs, my legs and shins, and um, you know, IBS, uh, irritable. I, I have that clearly that documented. Your, is that in your military uh, medical yeah, files? Yes. Yeah. Every everything sure but my knees. Um, you know, which is crazy uh, because everything else was blinding pain at the time. I never really went in and said, oh, yeah, and also the knees, which is crazy because now my knees hurt the most. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, did so you walk did with a gap or gait? Uh, ain't that called? Do you walk? Do you limp? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, and, and I go to conventions for work, and it's impossible to stand up. It, You know, it's it, it, You got a cane? Uh, no. No, I, I I think I'm too embarrassed for that, even if I needed well, one. Well, okay, well, you sound to me like you, you deserve more than 0%, okay? Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. is that both ways? Yeah, I, oh, God, both. Both. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd send a DBQ over to your doctor and have him do a level of disability and have him examine you and then have him fill yeah. it out, and I would ask, I would, uh, I would, not and put a notice of disagreement on that first decision and tell them the level of severity is a lot worse than they're saying. Yeah, and, and send uh, in mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, send that in. No, uh, DBQ. Yeah. Yeah, send the DBQ sounds key. Uh, it looks like I have to research that and, like you said, for for yeah. all the issues and. Just type in disabled benefit questionnaires, Department of Veteran Affairs disabled benefit questionnaires. You tap it in yep. and it'll pull your list of them up. Then you just tap in the condition you got. It should pull you the one up. You print them off. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Together, I think you can fill them out online, John. I probably need better than the way you could. Well, it depends on what the doctor's got to fill out, Gerald. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, you put your name on there. Yeah, your primary care team. I'd rather have the doctor looking at the patient than sitting in front of the computer. (laughs) Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, here, look at my leg. 
That's how you do it. I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, you got to play the game, but you can actually add to the game as you go. And, uh, you know, kind of expect yeah. the unexpected because they're going to, they're going to counter punch you. I always do. And, uh, yeah. I mean, like you got a low ball rate to begin with, which is wrong. Um, I'd get the help. I'd get the Texas vet and the girl he's talking about. I'd get her to help you. Tell her that, uh, they tell the situation, tell her that your condition is more severe than they rated. And, uh, Get the DBQ and show them the difference and severity of it. Get it turned in as a notice disagreement. The rest of your claims, make sure you get them filed, regardless of what evidence you do have at the time. You've got your, you know, you got evidence in your, in your service record. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anything like that? Uh, any post-traumatic stress disorder issues? Uh, yeah. Well, the 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 girl I'm working with at the VA, um, she's pushing me hard to go for that. It's uh, it's another one of those pride things. It's um, mm, I got a pride out of you. Yeah, I understand. Well, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's a, you know you can serve snakes for it if you like to hunt and things like that with guns and stuff. Don't get too high of a rating for it. You won't be able to do that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but I mean you got you guys have been fantastic. I, I feel like you know that <laughs> I don't know why it just popped in my head, but. You know, GI Joe knowing is half the battle, and uh, that's key here is education and being prepared, and knowing your rights is um, is key. Um, What's your? Because you have to go into it this with a full with a full uh, arsenal. Well, I'm going to keep a personal line on your claim. Won't you keep me updated? Uh, uh, on had it. I'm Jay Basser. You can send me a message anytime you want to. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Say, say that okay. again now. My hat and handle is Jay Basser, B-A-S-S-E-R. And uh, you can send me an email or PM anytime you want to have it. Keep me keep you posted on what's, what, what's going on with your claim. Okay. Yeah, Jay, no, thank you. Okay. And, yeah, I'm, I'm PFDR and, um, okay. on Habit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think no, I only have one or two posts out there right now. That's fine. But, that's fine. Yeah. Don't matter. You know, and uh, how are you? Good. So when you post it, goes straight to the board, or is it, or is it, is it are they delayed for a day or two? For 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 my posts, I, I believe um, they they go right through when I when okay, I that's um, fine. do the post. I'm just trying to see where you're at. Of I can take yeah, PFDR. <laughs> yeah. PFDR. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a like Pathfinder. Okay. Yeah, Pathfinder. Keep me yeah. uh, keep me posting what's going on with it and. You know, if you've got any questions about that, you feel free to PM me. I don't care. I'll help you as much as I can. Or I'll point you in the right direction anyway, somebody can. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. You guys are an incredible service to our community, and um, it, it's just been awesome. It, I'm yeah. so happy I found you guys. All right. Well, I think I'll jump. I don't know if anyone else is, uh, wants to call in, but thank you for your time and answering my questions and everything you guys do. I And I'm sure many other guys uh, out there appreciate everything you do. Well, that's well we that's appreciate here, you calling in. Uh, yeah. Because uh, you, I'm telling you uh, now, there's other uh, veterans out there with some of the same issues and... And uh, so 
you know, whatever we tell you will apply to them too. So anybody we can yeah, help, that, that's, we're here to, to try to give out the best possible information we can. And That's great. Yep. Well, gentlemen, again, thank you so much. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Take care. I'll continue right. to listen uh, online. Good night. Okay. Good night. Well, John, he had he had some uh, a good issues, issues there. Yeah, I think they did lowball him at both knees. I believe he didn't get lowballed if he's having problems like that. So he he takes you and get it, and then uh, chances are he'll end up having to get an independent uh, medical opinion from someone like Doctor Bash. Maybe. Well, that's down the road. Yeah, that that would be down the road. Uh, But right now he does DBQs and send copies of his medical records and uh, if his primary care team position do the right thing uh, that ought to change that zero rating to me I mean uh, most of them guys that were in airborne anyway have their knees blowed out and uh he comes back and haunts him when later on in life, that's for sure. Yeah, when you get in your 40s like that, you know, it does. Oh, it shows back. up. Arthritis, Arthur comes in and says, hello, I'm here to stay. Oh, yeah, and then you get in your 50s and, man, you say, oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, change the yeah. bathroom to Walker because you're going to need a Walker to get around. <laughs> Well, almost. Uh, yeah, you're not kidding. Uh, it, it's not an easy deal, and and knee replacements. Uh, I know someone just went to a knee replacement, and and they put him on them our knees. <laughs> and, oh Lord. Uh, Ask her if she's going to do her other knee, and she said, "Ain't no way." <laughs> Why is that? Uh, oh, it's quite a rigmarole. Uh, pretty painful. Yeah, I guess it is. And, and just the rehab, you know. Uh, I don't know how these guys do it that lost legs and arms and stuff over there. Boy, they really have my sympathy. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, how hard, you know, there's a lot of work to... Uh, uh, get used to to strange objects like that and learn how to walk and carry on. Right. It's true. You have a lot of work to do when you get knee replacement. Oh, and a lot of pain and suffering, there's no doubt. They tough through it. That's why they get you up fast because, you know, yeah. same thing with your hip, you know, they got to separate that bone, that muscle and stuff, especially in the knee, you know, and they got to put it back in there, and it, it just tears all pieces. Oh, it takes you a while to heal from it. Yes, it does. But guess what? We yeah, have tucked ourselves through another one. I can't believe how <laughs> quick this went, John. Uh, yeah, it went quickly, didn't it? My land. 
Yeah. Well, stay tuned next week, guys. We're going to have uh, uh, Dr. Bridget. What's her last name? Cantrell. Uh, really Cantrell, nice, nice lady. Oh yeah. You got uh, to listen to this one. Yes, she's real good. Yep. Uh, she works with yep. PTSD veterans. She is a really a nice veterans advocate, a wonderful yep. person. And uh, well, buddy, that's it. We she's fixing to pull us out of here. This little lady from Blog Talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Well, that will be shutting her down, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, you always. You can always find me and Gerald on Blog Talk somewhere or another or the Hatted Archives. Uh, until then, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Good night, everyone. You have been listening to the Basser Hour. The Basser Hour is brought to you by Hatted.com. Stay tuned next week for another edition of the Basser Hour and the Hatted.com Blog Talk radio show. Thanks for listening. <laughs>